If I'm doing a football episode, you know something big must have happened, and that is exactly the news that we got over the weekend. Syracuse football signs its best recruit in the last seven seasons. It's Jamie Tremble, a four-star tight end. We've got big news to talk about. We look at him. We look at some of the other names that we've seen join the Syracuse football recruiting class of 2024. And then if there's time, we take a look at Jesse Edwards and the whole West Virginia situation. Uh, a lot of craziness happening this past weekend. So let's get right into it. It's your Locked On Syracuse Tuesday episode, and it starts all right now. You are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Morning, happy Tuesday, Lockdown Syracuse. I'm Owen Valentine, and thank you so much for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. That's your team every day. Owen Valentine here, breaking things down on your Lockdown Syracuse Tuesday, and we have massive news in terms of Syracuse. Football. That's right. It's Syracuse football. I never say that. We never talk Syracuse football. You guys know more than anybody. Syracuse football frustrates me. It makes me angry. It makes me riled up, ready to explode because so seldom is there positive news. Is there big news? Is there fun stuff to talk about? And that is what we have. News this weekend, Syracuse gets its best recruit since Tommy DeVito in 2017, Jamie Tremble, the four-star. He's going to call himself a wide receiver slash tight end. I think that's an adequate way to describe him in the 2024 class commits to Syracuse. 24-7 has him as a top 250 player in the country on three. Has him a little bit further back. uh, Rivals a little bit lower on him than the other two. But this is gigantic. And I just want to preface this, right? There have only been, in the last two decades of Syracuse football, seven players that 24-7 has rated higher than Jamie Tremble. Seven players in the last 20 seasons. This is your once every two or three year type guy. And Syracuse hasn't had one in six years. And you finally get that name. You finally get the big time player. And it is really exciting because I I like the scheme that he fits into. And we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, it was a quick turnaround. He visited last weekend, the weekend of, I believe, the 10th and the 11th. Uh, and committed over the weekend. So about a one-week turnaround from visit. Really liked what he saw. Liked the campus. Liked the facilities. Liked what he heard. And commits just about a week later. Huge news. Really exciting stuff in Syracuse football's camp. Uh, and I, you know I, I do not give that out lightly. I am not typically 
uh, excited about Syracuse football. But this is exciting. And you look, and they write, Tommy DeVito is the best recruit. He's the best recruit since DeVito. And I, I look at this fit, and I, I am really excited, and it makes all the sense in the world. Aronde Gadsden was his host over uh, a week ago when he was on his visit. And that is exactly the type of player that Jamie Tremble is. He's not your true, true, traditional big boy tight end. He is that really, really quick, a little bit oversized for a wide receiver, fits into that tight end role really, really well. Exactly that sort of transition that you saw this past season with Aronde Gadsden. And you saw Robert and I and Jason Beck, uh, more so Robert and I at that point, work to make that adjustment. And it's something that Robert and I had done in the past at Virginia with Keaton Thompson. You got that sort of uh, that flex wide receiver that he's going to play a little bit of everything. You'll see him in the slot. You can see him out wide. You can see him set up as a true tight end. And that is the type of build, the type of player, the type of skill set that Jamie Tremble has to offer. I was watching a lot of his highlights uh, right before I jumped on. He's got that speed. He can get up uh, and win a 50-50 ball. He can get up and attack. He can burn you on the ground. And, yes, these are against high school players. I get that. Uh, but at the same time, you, you can still see it. Uh, and you can see that this is more than just a I'm a good high school football player. This is an I've got something else to offer. Timetable works out beautifully. In theory, Aronde Gadsden could depart after this year. It's a very likely phenomenon for him to do that, uh, for him to depart this season and go to the draft and see where things go from there, especially when you look at the year he had last season. So that'd be a perfect slot. In. A perfect 2024 recruit comes in, and as Aronde leaves, Tremble comes in. That'd be a great fit. Or, and here's best case scenario in my mind, you get a year with the both of them, which would be really fun. And then you've got a year experience, sophomore year tremble coming in, who can pull this up. I think that's really, really exciting. Uh, I'm excited for the fit. I think the biggest thing for me that, that jumps off the page in terms of why I'm, I am really fired up about this is in the past we had seen things that I thought were good indications of maybe the future. You saw that the 2018 season, a 10-win year, and you never really got the recruiting bump that you would have hoped. You have a once-in-a-decade, once-every-20-years type running back in Sean Tucker, and you never really got the big recruit that wanted to follow suit. Last season, you got to look, and this is just a big, big deal in my mind. You found this new sort of reimagined position where you are being creative and you're trying new things. And that is something that we have, we have longed for in Syracuse football. I mean, we went two seasons tweeting out, imagine throwing to a tight end. And we're now in a position where we're bringing in a top 25 tight end, a top 30 tight end and a top 250 player in the country to come play tight end because that is this revamped, reimagined role that Robert and I crafted and Jason Beck, in theory, inherits 
and implements into his system. That's why I'm excited to see that something that Syracuse football did on the offensive side was a big deal, and it sort of showed, hey, hey, we got something new. We got something unique, something you might want to join in on, and they found what looks like, based on junior year highlight tapes in high school, the perfect fit, very similar size, 6'4", 205. I believe Aranda is like 6'5", 215-ish. Uh, so very, very similar size with a year to build up you know, 10, 15 pounds of muscle mass uh, to get you to pretty much the exact size that Aranda Gadsden is. I love this news for Syracuse. I'm excited about it. Uh, we'll take a quick break. I'll wrap up my thoughts on Tremble. We'll take a look at the rest of the class of 2024 at this point in time. And then we will take a look uh, at the Bob Huggins and Jesse Edwards and West Virginia situation after a quick word from our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on all the action than FanDuel. It's America's number one sportsbook because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to join today i love betting on the yankees but that's miserable because they're terrible so let's do a yankee fade uh in, in this week maybe see if that either becomes profitable or if the yankees can start winning i'm a yankee fan so i'm using this uh, as a chance to maybe propel them into the win column who knows don't miss your chance though to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Owen Valentine here on your Locked On Syracuse Tuesday episode, talking a little Syracuse football recruiting, and we're talking about it in a positive light. Now, I would like to say this. I feel like I need to hit on this before I move on. Uh, we're talking about Tremble, uh, a top 250 player, a really, really big deal, an exciting thing, something that we haven't seen in some time, something that we really have been longing for is that excitement. Uh, and you are starting to get that uh, right now. And it's this is something that we we looked at last year and we, we had that excitement for a little bit as well when Lenoris Sellers commits to Syracuse. And, and we thought genuinely that that's what we were going to get. Sellers would have been the best player. It would have been, you know, Tremble is the best player to commit since Sellers by many metrics. Sellers decommits. The last day goes to South Carolina. I don't want to be this guy, but. There's a lot of time left, and that fear is in my head. Uh, I hate to just, you know, be the bearer of bad news. I hate to be that guy. You can say I'm too negative. That fear, that sting of Syracuse's top two recruits on National Signing Day last year decommit on signing day and go elsewhere without warning, it's, it's fresh. It's still a sting for me. It's something that... You know, I, I, I'm not quite sure about, and I'm not sure how long it'll take for me to, to see, hey, Syracuse football gets a good recruit. Let's hope 
that they don't decommit. And unfortunately, that is that's so fresh in my mind right now. Uh, and I don't want it to be, but uh, I, I I just felt like that had to be mentioned. Vincent Carroll Jackson uh, was the other one. Syracuse's second best rated recruit last season, flips, and I believe went to Nebraska uh, on signing day. I don't want that to be the case, but I, I hope they stay in good relations with Tremble, right? We just talked about uh, Sire Torrance decommits uh, in that, you know, in the, those future classes as well. Those those are just so fresh in my mind. Uh, stay in touch with him. Stay in contact. Aronde Gadsden, be a recruiter. Continue having those conversations. Uh, 315 Foundation, Syracuse's Collectives, be in constant talks with him. He's committed. You can have these chats. You can be a little bit more formal with it. Keep him in central New York. Keep him committed to the 315 because I will go nuts and I will not be able to handle it. If Syracuse loses another recruit uh, to decommitment to another late addition to whatever that might be. I hope that's not the case, but it was just a thought that I felt like needed to be addressed uh, in this episode. Let's take a look because the month of June has been very, very busy for Syracuse football. Uh, They have seven commitments now in the 2024 class, all in the last three weeks, right? Since June started, they've had seven players commit. Uh, They had three before that. So now they are up to 10 guys in that 2024 class. I like the group so far. I think there's some potential, some uh, some good stuff. You know, Tremble will obviously lead that class. And barring some incredible unforeseen recruiting, uh, will stay atop that class. But who knows? I'd love to be wrong in that regard. Um, David McMorris committed about two weeks ago. Uh, he's a defensive lineman from the D.C. region. Uh, Tristan Graham. Uh, same time that McMorris committed Jaden Hart, a running back, a three-star running back, uh, last weekend committed. You got some guys earlier, the Die brothers committed early. Uh, you got some other guys. There's a new name, uh, Brendan Zerberg, I believe is the name. He is an on three, three-star quarterback. Uh, no one else has him ranked at this point. That includes 24-7. That includes ESPN. That includes Rivals. Very limited info on him. Uh, Dual threat guy. I like the dual threat aspect. I think that fits into Syracuse's scheme. Makes a lot of sense. That's what they've been going for quarterback-wise for a good amount of time now. Uh, I like what he does. He threw for 2,200 yards last season, ran for about 800 yards, 34 total touchdowns between the air and on the ground. Uh, I do like that he runs track. I love dual sport athletes. I love that aspect of things. Do something else. Keep your body moving. Versatility, athleticism, things like that. You develop so much playing multiple sports. I'll tell you what. I, I hope the 2024 recruiting class, these are just my final thoughts on, on you know, the 24 class and Syracuse recruiting right now. I hope the 2024 recruiting class for Syracuse works out and is sort of the changing of the guard in terms of we have battled. And this past year has been a nightmare recruiting-wise for Syracuse football. I just talked about it. You have 10 commitments in this 2024 class right now. You only had 13 
freshman commitments in the 2023 class. You only had three more last season. You've got 10 right now. That's a significant jump. I like that improvement. It's a good sign that you've started to see that. And and I talk about it a lot. There was so much turnover uh, in the Syracuse football program in the offseason, right? You lose uh, your offensive coordinator. You lose your defensive coordinator. You're going to O-line's coach, your quarterback's coach, your safety's coach, your head recruiter, gone. You lose so many guys in the portal. This is a good sign. It's been a rough, rough 12 months. Actually, I'll, I'll rephrase that. After week six of the season, uh, it's been a rough go of things for Syracuse football. When they finished the season one and six in their last seven games, including a bowl loss, when they lose all those coaches, when the portal snatches uh, a lot of your most valuable defensive guys, uh, when the recruiting class isn't what you want it to be, when you've got guys flipping on signing day, when you've got guys that are decommitting from your 2024 class, your number one recruit in the class decommits in what I've heard was not the the very, very formal and let's mutually part ways scenario that might have been advertised. I was told it was a little bit more hostile than we might have thought. It was a bad six months. This is huge news. It's fun to see things start to work out again. You be in conversations for good players. You bring in your biggest recruit in the last seven years. That's huge. It's something to be excited about. Uh, And right now I I am excited to see what Jamie Tremble has to offer in a couple of years when he ends up playing his first game for Syracuse. Uh, I, I love that position. I love that role. I like that it sort of goes back, and there was a really good article. I forget who wrote it um, uh, over at The Athletic talking about it was a, a bunch of interviews about the history of Syracuse football and sort of where things have gone wrong since the turn of the, the 2000s, since McNabb left, uh, things like that. And one of the big things that they talked about in those glory days, in those success days, was the, the ingenuity, the creativity. Uh, that the offense and the coaching staff had. Uh, And I I do love that even though he left, even though he's not with us, even though he's now an NC State for the same job for more money, as disappointing as that might be, what Robert and I did in that revamped uh, flex wide receiver slash tight end spot, is Aranda Gadsden a receiver? Is Aranda Gadsden a tight end? I don't know. But it's a very, very fun position. It's different. And there are a bunch of players in that sort of style that can be your crossover tight end slash receiver guys, a little bit oversized receiver, fast tight end size guys that you can fill into this role as long as you want to because it's a very effective role. And you saw the frequency with which Schrader to Gadsden found success last season and the frequency in which Syracuse's offense looked to get the ball to that flex receiver tight end spot. If you are a big name player coming out of high school, like Tremble is, that is the type of role you want to go into, right? Obviously you want to go to a team that wins. That's a big deal. You want to go to a team that can set you up to go to the NFL. That's a big deal. 
but you also want to go into a team and a situation that is going to showcase your talents. And I believe that this position that Syracuse runs now and has, and is creatively and ingenuitively and whatever other creative word you want to throw in there, has crafted and began to implement very successfully, I think it makes a ton of sense for him to be able to come here, show off what he can do, uh, and create a name for himself, and maybe be the second tremble uh, to to be drafted uh, as his brother was drafted out of Notre Dame a couple seasons back as well. All right, let's take a look at basketball. But first, Lockdown's NBA Mock Draft Special is here, and it's bigger than ever. Follow along the entire first round in a six-episode Ultimate Mock Draft experience only Locked On can deliver. All episodes are available now on Lockdown NBA Big Board on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. So this weekend brought some some big news, uh, not necessarily in the direct Syracuse landscape, but in the more broadened Syracuse basketball situation. We all know, uh, unfortunately, Jesse Edwards transfers out of Syracuse, lands in West Virginia for what was presumably what many people talked about was twice the NIL offer than Syracuse was able to offer. The number thrown out there is $750,000 or $800,000. I don't know if there's any legitimacy to that, but it seemed like West Virginia offered something that was close to double what Syracuse was able to do. Now, remember, visa things were a question um, and student visas and how you could find loopholes and being able to pay NIL to uh, you know, international players, and that was a big deal. And West Virginia, whose collectives are outstanding, and their NIL situation is outstanding, was able to bring in Jesse Edwards, who many sites had listed as a top five transfer in the country. Now, as you probably have heard at this point, Bob Huggins has had a rough couple of weeks, a rough month. Uh, about a month ago, an issue on a radio show where he said, a, I believe it was a homophobic slur uh, on a radio show, doubled down on it, said it multiple times, dealt with the repercussions of that. I believe it was a salary reduction. I believe it was uh, a training or some classes, some other things in the mix as well. This past weekend, I believe he was arrested uh, with the DUI. Driving under the influence blew a 0.21, the reports are saying, and is no longer the basketball coach at West Virginia. Now, people tweeted at me. People joined the conversation. It's a natural thought. Hey, wouldn't it be nice, right? Things didn't work out for Jesse in West Virginia. It'd be cool if he came back and played his final season in Syracuse. And unfortunately, that's not going to happen. He can transfer out of West Virginia. Uh, John Rothstein tweeted out, uh, that you've got now a 30-day window for West Virginia players to be able to enter the portal if that is what they so desire. I assume as pretty much this was chalked down to an NIL decision that Jesse would stay at West Virginia because you know this was an NIL move. Wanted to make a little bit more money in his final season. Huggins leaving doesn't impact NIL in terms of what was agreed upon in theory. So he's probably going to stay. That would make a lot of sense. If he doesn't choose to stay, which is also a possibility without question, something that is plausible, there's not room for him at Syracuse. Your 13 scholarships are taken. 
And you are not going to say to a player, a student athlete on your team, hey, kick rocks. We don't want you. We're bringing Jesse in. That's not what you're going to do. That is beyond detrimental to, to recruiting efforts, to player relations, to community building, to a new head coach trying to create culture. That's murder, right? That is the end of it. A disastrous decision. Could Jesse Edwards be a walk-on in Syracuse? Yeah, he could. Is that likely? No. Right? Are you going to find now an NIL offer out of Syracuse that is big enough to not only match what he got from West Virginia, but match any other schools that are going to pursue and also can cover Jesse's tuition, which is what, $60,000, $80,000 now, depending on uh, room and board stuff? to go to Syracuse? I don't know. I don't know. Would it be fun? Yes. Would I want him back? Yes. Are you going to kick a guy off? Are you going to take someone's scholarship away? No. So unfortunately, it's a tough situation for Jesse Edwards. I'm sure there is some regret. I'm sure there's some questioning. Uh, how did I get myself into this? Not that Jesse's in trouble, but you know, you are now going into a coaching change. Um, who that how that transition goes uh, is, is very much up in the air, but uh, you know, you're, you're going to have to make a decision now. And I believe it's a 30 day window and he would be immediately eligible because this would be only his second location uh, and, and things like that. So maybe you'll see Jesse Edwards enters the portal one more time. I would assume since all signs pointed to this being an NIL decision, I would assume he stays. Uh, but if he does leave, I would put the chances at him coming back to central New York at as close to zero as humanly possible. Would I be wrong? Would I love to be wrong? Oh yeah. That'd be fun. I'll take Jesse back. I like Jesse, uh, but not the likely situation. That's where we'll wrap things up today on your lockdown Syracuse Tuesday episode. Thank you so much for tuning in for more uh, lockdown ACC. Give that a look. If you're interested in that the rest of the week, Going to take a look, obviously, Syracuse basketball recruiting. I've got some other stuff. Looking to possibly pursue a couple of interviews. I don't know if that'll happen for Wednesday. I don't know if that'll happen for Friday. Uh, we'll try and figure that out uh, as I get a little bit more info. Uh, if you got topics you want me to hit on, tweet at me at LO underscore Syracuse. Leave a comment if you're over on YouTube. Uh, but that'll do it for today. Love to hear what you've got. I've actually got uh, uh, someone message me on Facebook, so a little comment. Uh, that we can pursue over there as well. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm Owen Valentine. Making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today and every day. I appreciate it. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. Part of that Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. I will see you tomorrow. Be kind. Make somebody smile. Have a great day.